bonus. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Apple Bits XL. Brian Song here. Hey, this is a bonus episode. I wanted to get this out to you. Technically, we'll call this episode 57, but this is an interview with Mashable's Ray Wong. And what we talked about, uh, really, it's broken up into two parts. The first part is a Galaxy S10 review. He got it before me. I just got mine, so I'll be playing with it for the next week. But I wanted to offer his review to kind of get perspective of what they're doing and really what stands out about that phone and how it compares to what Apple is doing and what Apple has to look forward to when we talk about the an actual device that is on the market now. And then the second part of this interview is Ray and I going back and forth with my MacBook Pro 16-inch wish list that was a computer that was rumored to come out. So we had fun kind of throwing ideas out of what Apple should do. So the show is broken into two parts. Some of you may not want to hear about the Samsung Galaxy S10. I hope you do because we all love tech. That's the first half. And then at the 24 minute and 24 second mark, that's where you'll find the 16 inch MacBook Pro wish list conversation if you want to skip ahead. And this bonus episode is going out to my Patreon supporters four days ahead of when I release it. And if you want to support this show and kind of help me keep this going, you can go to patreon.com slash Brian Tong. Starting at $2, you can um, support up to $5, dollars $10, $25, $100 is the platinum Apple level. There's different rewards and benefits along the way. And also early access to different bonus content and some of the other cool stuff stuff that I'm doing there. So thank you so much for your support. That's patreon.com slash Brian Tong. So let's just jump into the bonus episode. All right. What's up, everybody? I told you I was going to have a special guest, Ray Wong from Mashable in the house. What's up, Ray? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Okay. Now, Ray covers, guy. I mean, all kind of really the big mobile phones and tech at Mashable. Can you tell people who may not really be familiar with some of your work, what do you do over at Mashable and how they can find you? Okay, so I'm a Mashable senior tech correspondent, and I basically get to uh, play with all the gadgets, as Brian does. <laughs> um, and uh, I review them, I make videos about them, and uh, yeah, you've seen my reviews. You've probably seen a lot of the kind of comprehensive, in-depth camera comparisons. Uh, I just recently did the S10, which I guess we'll talk about on this podcast. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it the results kind of surprised me um, in, in terms of how the uh, S10's cameras compare to other ca- uh, smartphone cameras. But yeah, that's basically what I do. And uh, I'm really grateful for uh, every day I get to do it. And uh, yeah. you, can, you can find me on Twitter at Ray Wongy. That's R-A-Y-W-O-N-G-Y. Don't ask me why I have that handle. I couldn't get Ray Wong. <laughs> because there's honestly a lot of Ray Wongs in this world. Too many to but, be. But there's only one Raymond Mashable. There's only one. I mean, there's only one Tim Apple. True that. True (laughs) that. So, hey, Ray, um, so I want to tell people kind of how we met. Look, you know, when you're in this tech world, you kind of end up just purely because of like the algorithms out there. You end up learning about other people that are in the same world. And so, you know, I've seen Ray, totally badass, up-and-comer in the tech space, in the tech world, and appreciate all like the work that you put out there. So I wanted to put you on the podcast, get more people exposed you, but also Thank you. you've got a great brain about this stuff. Now, Ray and I actually met for the first time recently at CES at uh, one of those unveiled events. And I just went up to you and said, hey, what's up, man? Like, you know, <laughs> good stuff, right? You totally did. I mean, I've been a fan of yours oh, for, no. for a long time. Um, some of my, my closest friends, they've been listening to your stuff uh, when, when you were at CNET for an eternity. And they're like, what about that guy, Brian? <laughs> I'm just like, I've never read into him, you know, honestly. I mean, if I, if I ever do, I will say hi, you know, hopefully do a collab. And we're doing that today, which is great. Yeah, man. And you're based out in the East Coast in New York, correct? I'm based in New York. So uh, that's where the media center is. So got to be out here. Awesome. So for this podcast, you know, we do a lot of Apple coverage, but what I like to do is also take, you know, our listeners outside of completely Apple, but really the Galaxy S10 is the biggest competition that Apple has. Not only competition, in my mind, there's so many things that are going to still be superior to Apple's, but also things that might fall behind. But I, you know, I didn't go to the Samsung Galaxy S10 event like you did. I couldn't make it. I didn't get a phone seated. So you know what? I got to get my boy, Ray, who actually got to do the review on it and has it out here. And you know, I kind of wanted to talk about the phone and ask you a few questions about it. I think really right off the bat, what was the first thing that hit you with the Galaxy S10? 
the three cameras. Mm. Um, so, I mean, there are a lot of features that make the S10 a great phone, but I think the third camera, the ultra-wide camera, really stuck out to me just because I'm a photographer. I love to shoot with smartphones. I love to shoot with cameras. And, uh, you know, it's I'm curious. To, I want to know whether this would take, you know, mobile photography to the next level. Mm-hmm. And so what, what's the verdict on that for you with that third camera? What, what level does it actually take you to? <laughs> so for those who don't know, you know, the S10 has, so there are three phones. I should be, <laughs> I guess we should back true, back true, a little true. bit and talk about the three phones because they're all somewhat different. You have the S10e, you have the S10, and then you have the S10 Plus. And then they all share a wide camera. That's the regular wide camera and an ultra wide camera. That's the newest one uh, lens. And the S10 and S10 Plus have the two times uh, telephoto lens. Mm-hmm. So on the S10 and S10 Plus, you have three cameras, the wide, the ultra-wide, and the telephoto. And, you know, ultra-wide, I think LG did that a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. Um, and this time, Samsung's doing it. It seems like everyone's adding a third camera this year. Um, Apple's rumored to be adding it. Huawei added it to the um, Mate 20 Pro last year. Um, and, you know, it just gives you a wider field of view. Um, it's good to have that option when you want it. Uh, you know, you can squeeze in more people, squeeze in more scenery, um, really get that kind of a uh, landscape shot when you want it. So one, the thing that I saw that I thought was cool is not only from the wide angle, but does it really make your panoramas way better? Do you feel like it does? Uh, I don't know if it makes your panoramas better <laughs> um <laughs> honestly i don't know too many people who shoot panoramas oh my gosh panoramas? i'm such a loser then i'm a total <laughs> i'm such a panorama guy because i'm always like this is look like anything it's like a lot of things it's like okay how about this the panorama <laughs> the panorama photo to me is like the gopro you like do oh, it no. you, you like do it and you're like oh this is awesome and you never look at it again because like honestly <laughs> People, look, look, most people bought one GoPro and like they're like, yeah, this is awesome. It's like action yeah. photos, action photography. I'm going to go snorkeling with this. And guess what? <laughs> I did all that crap, but I have never cut a single bit of footage <laughs> from my GoPro. Now I'm like, ah, whatever. I'm never going to buy a GoPro again. I love the idea of it, but unless you're like... Dude, you're totally, what? Oh, you're totally missing out. GoPro Hero 7, man, dude. Okay, but I got, that- I got a 5, and I know the 7 has the <sighs> optical image stabilization. It's No, it's more than that. It's more okay. than that. I know we're going on a tangent here. Yeah, let's know. We, we're, this is tangents. I have to talk about the <laughs> You Hero have to 7. speak up. No, this is low-key, like, one of my favorite gadgets oh my God. of last year. I, I mean it mainly because it's has this, like, time warp feature that lets mm-hmm. you do these, like, super stabilized time-lapse videos, and you can do it vertically, so you can share oh, it to, cool. like, Instagram stories, and I've been doing them, like, at every, like, tech unveil show, and people are just wondering how I'm getting these shots. I'm like, it's just the new GoPro, you know? I'm not using any kind of gimbal, no stabilizers, no post-editing, that's it. It's it's amazing. Uh, Bro, so- you just gave away your secret. <laughs> you literally, you're not supposed to tell people that shit. <laughs> Now, now, if if you were uh, independent and GoPro <laughs> sponsored you, I would expect you to talk about that as much as possible. <laughs> I'm no sponsor from GoPro. I just no, I mean it. This I know, is like I know, I know, key, no, like, I know. A, a great camera. Like I think if you people use it, they 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 won't go back. And then I, I okay, we'll get back on topic, and I'll okay. close this one off. But yeah, I agree with you. It's just that. I just don't look at my footage enough, but for that purpose, yeah, I think it's cool. Like, no, it's all these cameras that are out there, even like the the mini, like little DG, DJI Osmo mm-hmm. Mobile. Like, it just comes down to how you use the tool and right, if it works right. in your workflow, which it does for you, then it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually crapping on GoPro. I'm just saying that because <laughs> I think they do make amazing products. It's just like, there's, I'm glad they found kind of a more functional use for some of their stuff because I think that was my biggest thing. I love it, but I'm like, I barely use it, right? I, t- I think a lot of people feel the same, but you know. Raymond Wong, GoPro set. Raymond Wong, GoPro. <laughs> so let's get back. Let's get back to the Galaxy S10 Plus. So did yeah. the camera live up to your expectations for you're using you reviewed the S10. Let's specifically focus on the S10 and the S10 Plus. I specifically reviewed the S10 Plus. That's the review unit that they seeded out to reviewers. Um, and you know, the ultra wide is really good, mm-hmm. but I think because I'm such a snob when it comes to like cameras uh, and mobile 
cameras especially, um, the image quality just didn't really live up to my mm. expectations. Now, like, it's okay, I think, if you toss it up on Twitter and you toss it up on Instagram, you know, that's where compression is just going to compress it and crush all the details anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but if you're, if you're like a pixel peeper and you're really looking to the quality, I think you'll find it the image quality is pretty soft and it turns out that the ultra wide doesn't have the optical image stabilization as the other two cameras. So even like really good lighting, I often got some like kind of shaky blurriness, you know, it's, it's sort of crisp in the middle, but then, you know, it's really soft around the corners and edges, but that's usually, you know, something that is, uh, a, 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 a feature of, I guess not feature a, that's a, something that comes with ultra wide cameras, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's not something you can avoid the distortion, but, um, I, I really wish the image quality was a lot better. How, how's the, how's the bokeh like portrait effect on the S 10 improved? Same. <laughs> it's, it's about the same to mm-hmm, be honest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me comparing the S 10 and the S S nine, I was just like, Hmm. Okay. S nine is actually really, really good. It's mm. still really good. Um, I don't know if they've really improved a lot of the algorithms. I think they need a lot of, lot more work on the kind of software and Im- image processing. It really seems very close. You know, maybe the details are really, really minor. So based on what you've seen, would you prioritize an iPhone camera or a Pixel camera? Or let's say, I don't know, what camera do you actually pre- prefer over the S10 camera then? Or did it, even though it was still soft... Did it do other things that made you say, you know what, I'd still go with S10? Like, where are you at with your camera, your best phone for a camera right now? <laughs> I'm going to have to say Pixel 3, man. Yep. Like, I yep. mean, I, I don't particularly love the super moody, contrasty tones all mm-hmm. the time. But the night sight is just like, bonkers. oh, man, it's, it's bonkers. And I, I'm not even using it to turn, like, nighttime into daytime like mm-hmm. the hdr on that is so good yeah. like i use it to cover cs and photograph like tvs and screens and you know how hard that is yep um and it just crushed my dslr and i was just like i'm leaving this thing at home that's awesome uh, <laughs> so i i would say pixel 3 like the software there is top notch and imagine what would happen if google put more lenses or more mm-hmm. cameras into the pixel 3 like it'd be unstoppable it'd be ridiculous and we'll see what they do you know this year we'll see what they do okay so great stuff on the camera the the number one thing that i'm actually curious about specifically with the galaxy s10 I know the screen probably looks ridiculous and their it looks screens really are good. so awesome, but the fingerprint scanner, um, mm-hmm. what, you know, people have always now kind of people are talking about, okay, face ID, finger, fingerprint built in right. screen. What was your experience with the fingerprint scanner and how reliable was it? Uh, it's supposed to be, so the fingerprint scanner is an ultrasonic fingerprint sensor that's built into the display and it's supposed to be faster and more secure than the optical, uh, fingerprint sensor Mm -hmm. instead of like phones like the OnePlus 6T and, you know, Vivo or whatever. Um, but it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's significantly faster. It's also not as reliable as the, uh, physical sensor on S9 or other phones. Um, so I, I kind of feel like it's a step backwards to be honest. Um, it's not quite there yet. It's very 1.0-ish, very first-gen, um, and the hit rate is just not very good. Um, and, you know, a lot of that comes down to, like, how you register your fingerprints. Yeah. Actually, a lot of people are registering their fingerprints incorrectly because, you know, when you're registering your your fingerprints for the first time, it tells you, like, put your finger vertically, right? But that's, like, not how you're holding the phone. That's not how you're placing your fingerprints. Uh, you got to really like register them like sideways, I guess, right? Kind of the way that you do it, right? Right, the way that you do it. And so after I re-registered my fingerprints, I noticed like, you know, responsiveness like went up a little bit, but I, I would say the S9's fingerprint sensor is still better, you know? Um, question, so is your I, is your iPhone your daily driver? What's I use an daily? iPhone XS, but I also use a OnePlus 6T as my Android. So I use two phones. I, I mean, I have the luxury of using two phones, um android and iphone i've been using the two phones for years ray's got two phones (laughs) i know um ray so dual wield man no no it's got to i mean i roll with like the you know like look i didn't i never upgraded to the iphone 10s honestly okay i stuck with a 10 because the 10s and i've been telling people this all the time the 10s's camera is slightly better they say oh you're getting so much more processing speed i'm like i didn't it wasn't compelling enough for me to actually just put down for a 10s And so Mm -hmm. I didn't do it. And I don't honestly, what it's almost been six months later, I don't feel like I've missed a thing because I'm not like no one's putting out photos that I'm so jealous of or, (laughs) you know, there's no software feature that's like, oh, yeah. So I'm totally completely 
happy with that. I mean, I roll with like Pixel 3 and then an iPhone 10 right now, and I'm hoping that Apple does something significant this year. But the question that I have now, if you look at, because we kind of tie this back, um, S10 fingerprint scanner versus Apple Face ID, which one mm-hmm. do you think has performed better for you up to this point? That's 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 like comparing I know different, apples I know, and oranges. They, okay, how about this? It is. <laughs> we're not we're not uh, talking about like face face recognition to face recognition or like face face ID to like iris scanner. Or, true, or but how about this? Uh, Data, how about this? Pretend I know. Yes, they, they are actually okay. two totally different features. But what about just the general reliability and usage of it on a day to day? Which one is more successful? Because you know, even with face ID, there's plenty of times where it doesn't sure. register and you have to hit in the number. Have you found that they're both roughly? around the same reliability can be hit or miss or is one definitely at least right now a little more accurate and more reliable than the other from at least unlocking your phone if you had to think about it, i know it's probably kind of hard I, it's it's hard but i'm gonna say iphone i know mm-hmm. that a lot of people might disagree but you know um after you get really used to using face id like you really hold it in a certain way and you kind of swipe up before you even the the unlock symbol even happens like it's so superfluous you know it's just like so did you just use an apple marketing (laughs) word on this podcast wait did do they actually say that no but they probably i'm sure phil schiller i feel sure i'm sure phil schiller like before he goes to sleep he says superfluous (laughs) no 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 i no i i personally think face id is a faster and better solution i just feel like the hit rate on um ps10 is just not there yet okay um and both of these sensors are first gen products you know face id even on the iphone 10s and 10 10r it's not faster than the on iphone 10 so you know i think there's still a lot of of room for improvement and yeah. i look forward to seeing kind of what happens this year to be honest or yeah, next let's, year let's let's just do let's just bring back touch id okay thanks guys <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i would be down for that right i mean dude just, that was just, that was butter that was butter put the, i mean put it on the back apple dude, put it on the back <laughs> touch id touch id was butter okay um also though you know i know you're you've tried a lot of different phones what do you think about the one the one ui on the galaxy s10 this year you know, I like it a lot. Yeah. I think a lot of people really like it. It's it's cleaner. Um, they've toned down a lot of the gloss and veneer. And there's a dark mode, which is great. Um, and overall, it's just easier to use with one hand, especially if you have the bigger uh, S10 phones, um, like the S10 Plus. Everything's all, all, The entire UI has been kind of like pushed down to the lower half of mm-hmm. the screen, so you can reach with one thumb. Like, I know a lot of people have like um, transitioned to using two hands and just like pawing at their phones (laughs) but like you know i still appreciate these kind of flourishes the this this kind of thoughtfulness in terms of the software and i think samsung really nailed it this year you know i've never really had a problem with touch whiz uh over the years you know you kind of get used to it and you know there there are certain things that you can't uh, ever escape like duplicate apps the samsung apps and some bloatware if you have a carrier version um but you know I sent out a tweet uh, like a week or two ago and, you know, most people actually don't care about this stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I observe a lot of people on the subway. It's a little creepy, (laughs) but like I look at everyone, everyone using their phones and they don't give a shit, you know, (laughs) they just, they just don't care about this stuff. We're tech reviewers. So we're always going to be like, you know, snobbish mentality. Like we want clean stock Android and, you know, the purest uh, software, but you know, most people really don't care about this stuff. Um, if it means especially a cheaper phone. Well, let's um, let's be real. Stock Android, clear, pure <laughs> Android on a Galaxy S10 would be the killer combo. That would be. I it would mean, be the killer combo. You know, most of the time, I usually like try. I usually like uh, feel like I need to install like another skin or like another <laughs> launcher, like Nova Launcher. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That makes it look a little more like stock Android. But this time, I really just felt like, eh, I'm, I'm gonna leave it. You know. Yeah. Um, the one thing I don't like about One UI, I will say, is the um, the gesture controls. So mm. on Android Nine Pie, they have the kind of swipe features. It's not perfect by any means, but on the Samsung Galaxy S10, it's just like you have these like three little like lines <laughs> at the bottom, and then one you swipe up on one on the left side to like go back. You swipe up on the middle one to go home, and you swipe on the yes. right one to like. To turn on the uh, recent uh, apps, uh, multitasker, and uh, it just doesn't work as smoothly, yep. you know, yeah. or superfluously. Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right, SAT, SAT word. Uh, I'm going to start next time you come on the podcast. We're going to have a 
Ray Wong's SAT word of the day. <laughs> Superfluous. Or words. You could have multiple. I'll get a bunch of zingers in there. Okay, uh, final verdict kind of, or uh, not verdict, but how you see it. Obviously, um, from what I've read um, from your review and others, and the, the phone is a great phone. Do it's you a great think, phone. A great phone. Do you think this is the kind of looking in the crystal ball and knowing what you know, we know and what rumors have said, do you think it won't, let's not even talk about sales, but just from a pure technology standpoint, uh-huh. do you think Apple should be a little worried about how the S10 looks compared to what they might release this year? Like, is the S10 basically so far ahead from a hardware standpoint that it's going to make Apple's potential iPhone look a little weak? <laughs> I mean, I don't think Apple cares what everyone else is doing. Um, you know, if that were the case, then they would have been scared of Samsung for a couple of years now because Samsung's had so many features that, you know, the iPhone just didn't have. You know, they had wireless charging first. They had their, they still have the headphone jack. They have expandable storage. They have, you know, all this, all these features. And I don't think they're, they have anything to worry about. Uh, you know, Samsung does its own thing. They just cram more and more into it. And I think that's like a, they're going to hit a bottleneck soon, right? There's only so much room for new stuff inside of a phone. At a certain point, it's like, what do you have to take out to put, to fit new stuff in, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Apple has kind of been doing this slowly. They've taken out the, you know, headphone jack. And eventually, I feel like Samsung's going to have no choice but to take out mm-hmm. stuff in order to add new stuff. You know, mm-hmm, there's just mm-hmm. no room. Um, so, what do you I think, think about? Should be. What do you think about the public perception? How about that? That's what I meant. Like, do you think, you know, where are the tech, where are the right, people right. that love this stuff? You know, the perception has been that, and for for fair or not, that Apple just isn't innovating as much mm-hmm. as they used to. So, do you think, at least in the tech perspective, this phone from Samsung makes it feel like, hey, at least from an innovation standpoint, they're still a little ahead of the curve, whether the general public or whether Apple cares or not. From an innovations perspective, I think, yeah, Samsung is going to get a lot of mindshare with this mm-hmm. phone. Um, I mean, you if you look at kind of the Chinese phones that have already started including these features before Samsung, yeah. you know, they, they kind of took away a lot of that mindshare from Samsung, and now Samsung's kind of like regaining it. Um, and in the U.S., where a lot of these Chinese phone makers aren't players, you know, it gives them... Uh, actual um, and a, an actual advantage. Um, so I think you know if you compare iPhone to Samsung to like Pixel, I mean it's a no brainer. I mean the checklist is completely checked off for Samsung. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think this is gonna this is gonna win them back a lot of uh, customers. And I think some of the early projections are uh, that are coming out is that it's doing really well like the s10 is selling out in china especially um and so i think this is a good thing for samsung you know they're they're adding a lot of innovative features they're not necessarily better like i said Mm -hmm. in my review you know they're they're all all the new stuff is great or cool but not necessarily better but i don't think it really matters at this point yeah they they still have a lot the next year and the next year after to improve on this stuff and you know build on top of it so this is kind of like a reset for them yeah, very cool. All right, cool, Raymond. So that's for everyone who kind of, I wanted to kind of give people a little sense of the S10 and just, you know, how we, again, we don't know what the new, <laughs> new iPhone is. Like they're they're on this cycle where it's like six months, we're going to get an S10, six months, we're going to get the next right. iPhone. So you can never really, six months is honestly a big enough time where things change in the industry where someone can get a an extra feature or an extra mm-hmm. chip or piece of hardware that gives them that leg up for that little window of time. So We'll see what mm-hmm. Apple does. But um, overall, though, your final kind of two cents on the S10? I think anyone who buys one will be very happy with it. I mean, I'm nitpicking. I nitpicked a lot at certain to. features. I'm supposed to. and uh, But, you know, in general, I think it's a fantastic phone. And uh, you really can't go wrong. I think the best value is actually the S10e. Um, you get 128 gigs of storage, and it's only 750 bucks. And you get that, you know, physical fingerprint sensor. So I really think that one... It's weird. I think like the cheaper versions of these flagship phones mm-hmm. are actually better values totally than the, the most expensive versions. Totally um, agree. And I really feel like you're not getting, you're not losing much, to be honest. So, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so we also brought Ray in here because we like to have a little fun. This is you know, kind <laughs> of a, a complimentary piece to our 
Apple Bits XL podcast. So I put out on my YouTube channel a video about my 16-inch MacBook Pro Dream Machine wishlist. Wishlist. I can't even talk. That's like a tongue. T- that's a tongue <laughs> twister. So whatever. There are rumors that Apple is working on a new MacBook Pro somewhere between 16 to 16.5 inches because mm-hmm. Ming Chi Kuo tells us everything that we <laughs> talk about years before they come out. But anyways, I decided to have some fun and make a wish list. And so, you know, I wanted to bring Ray on the show to hear what his wish list is because these are always kind of the fun things. This is all speculation. This is right. all pure fun. But, mm-hmm. you know, as you as being the guest to kind of start this off, want to go back and forth. What okay. would what would be one of the things on your 16-inch MacBook Pro wish list? Uh, RTX graphics. <laughs> oh. Just like NVIDIA, RTX, 2060, 2070, I don't know, graphics. Something that gamers can actually game with, you know? Um, Mac has been saddled with these, like, I wouldn't say crummy, but just like <laughs> inferior graphics compared to like PCs, especially like computers like the Razer Blade. Oh my god! And you're just like, come on, it's 2019. Like I, I bought my first Mac like I don't know, like 15 years ago, right? And uh, we're still like dealing with this crap. Like, come on, give us some some PC grade uh, graphics here. Okay, so um, ray is, tracing, right? Ray tracing. Yeah, yeah can yeah. we get some ray tracing? <laughs> no. <laughs> so here's the funny thing: like before I had Ray come on the show, uh, he told me that he watched my videos, so he kind of knows. Um, he's, uh, he'll be able to shoot some of my stuff down. So, okay, a yes. How about this? I like that idea. There's no way in hell it's going to happen unless the MacBook Pro gets like three times as thick. Just purely <laughs> from a cooling standpoint, like Apple wouldn't do that. Look, I want them to do it. Wait, wait, but, it. but that blade, the newest blade has RTX graphics. It's oh, not a, it's not clunky. It's, it's maybe a couple of millimeters thicker than a, a MacBook Pro, but like, you know, not Look, clunky. I am all for bringing, bringing RTX to the Mac. <laughs> and here's the other thing that also like, Look, we're going to have our wish list and then we're going to be like hating on each other because it's just fun. But also, you know, unfortunately... This. Apple has clearly kind of put this line in the sand for years that it would take so much for developers of AAA titles to really give the Apple platform a serious look again at gaming. Do you know what I mean? Like they've kind of, I feel like from a Mac standpoint, they burned the bridge of like, yeah, we're not right. going to put the top tier games on here anymore. And maybe that can change. They have to build it and they will come before they do that. But mm-hmm. until they do that, it's not going to change. But I do like that. I do love that idea. Uh, so just give it to us apple (laughs) i like that okay 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 so you went with um video card i mean i guess i should go along with what i because you might poop on me too here (laughs) i said look i want to see a 4k screen whether it's native or built in as a build to order option Mm -hmm. on the new 16 inch macbook pro with potentially somewhere of aspect ratio closer to two to one as well Oh, t- nah, t- <laughs> two. Okay, I don't actually really care Wish- about the two to one. Okay, <laughs> wishing for four K is one thing, but two to one aspect ratio is you're just okay. going out of this okay. world. Okay, okay, I mean- fine. I threw that. Honestly, I didn't even write that down. I threw the two to one in on the fly. Let's stick back to four K screen. Okay. Yeah, I think four K would be totally reasonable. Right? Um Yeah, I, I mean, there are tons of uh, PC laptops with four K built to order options. I'm gonna do one more and okay. say that. I want a touchscreen. Did you add a touchscreen in there? You know, the thing, okay, I, <laughs> I... I want that touchscreen. I, the thing is they have, to, okay, I guess I'm, we're, sometimes I'm thinking with my brain and sometimes I'm not. <laughs> I want a touchscreen, but damn, like, Apple is, has to give us an actual hybrid OS <laughs> to support that touchscreen. And they have, like, shown us, like, not even a hint or, like, a little thread that they even care because all Tim Cook says is, like, nope, it's, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. And... <laughs> We know they're probably doing something in the background, right? Uh, They have to be. If they're smart enough, they have to be. But yeah, I would love to see it. And I think if anyone is going to do a hybrid OS in the cleanest way, Apple could pull it off if it is the Apple that I know. But I don't know if I'm my brain. They've shut me down of like the idea of a touchscreen. It's like a bad relationship. They're like, no, no, Mm. no. And then all of a sudden they're going to give it to us. (laughs) What if they give it? Give us everything we want from our wish list. Um, okay. I'll, I'll let you keep dreaming, bro. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. <laughs> no, but, for you, but for you, why would you love a touchscreen personally? I mean, I've been using so many laptops with touchscreens, and you know, seriously. I've I've kind of I've I've been against them for so many for the longest time. But like, just it's just. I'm not using it all the time. Like when you want it, it's useful. Like I'm not even asking for like a a tune one, you know, flippy screen thing. I'm just asking for a simple touch screen because like sometimes you want to just g- reach forward and scroll. Or I totally agree. Sometimes with you, you want to just hit that play button on the YouTube video, or sometimes you want to just like pinch and zoom on a picture. And it's just better to do that than like on this trackpad which by the way is just too massive on the new macbooks <laughs> and they need to shrink that thing down and fit something else in there you know <laughs> no you know what i think you're absolutely right about just basic functionality they don't need a sh- they don't need a wow us with bells and whistles right that's why i said like you know what a simplified touch os like just let us scroll up and down on web pages let us mm-hmm. right just net just the yeah. simple ass crap that is a day-to-day thing that even you know my nieces and nephews they'll some when they were younger they would play on ipads and then they would instinctively poke and touch a laptop but it wouldn't do anything dude i'm doing that all the time i know as a grown adult right (laughs) you know i'm going from like yeah i'm going from like a surface laptop and you know surface pro and you know a chrome uh google pixel book i guess and i'm poking at my macbook Mm -hmm. i'm like uh why is this not working and Mm -hmm. it hits me like a couple seconds later i'm just like that's why you know i'm I'm totally there with you (laughs) you know now now that you talked about it more yeah i'm like just for basic simple stuff i'm totally right with you Build to order option, you know, if yeah. you want it, then you, you'll you pay more for it. If you don't want it, then save yourself a couple of hundred bucks and not pay for it, you know? Well, people are freaking out about my um, video because they're like, oh, dude, that laptop's going <laughs> to cost like 4,000 bucks. And I'm like, so what? It's a, called a wish list. So what? There's a, I think the, the highest configurable like MacBook Pro with like the Core i9 and everything, it's like what, six grand? Yeah, it's around six thousand. <laughs> it was around six thousand dollars. It was around six thousand so, dollars. I mean, I will, I guess I'll take a loan out for this <laughs> computer, you know? Hey, bro, hey, bro, um, you're gonna have to talk to Mashable about up in that, <laughs> up in that chat. <laughs> I'll try. Or, or just build to order and make it your company machine. You could do that too. You could always. This will do that. last the next like thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> the next millennia. All right. Um, I love that touchscreen. That's a great one. How? Look, I am so freaking fired up about this one. Get rid of that damn touch bar. I don't know about you. I hate the touch bar. I have hated it since day mm-hmm. one. I think it's totally <laughs> useless. Like literally useless to me. In I I want it, I want it, I don't mind keeping the touch ID button on there, but get rid of the touch mm-hmm. bar. What do you what is what's your take on the touch bar? Do you t- you're telling me you like it, don't you? Nah, okay, I'm one hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent with you. The touch bar needs to go. It's an added cost. You know, it's like a an Apple tax. Seriously, it's an it Apple is. tax on on MacBook Pro owners, and they could totally, like you said, they could totally keep the touch ID uh, on there just because you know the new MacBook Air ha- doesn't have a touch bar, has a touch ID, um, and. Yeah, I mean, that thing's just useless, man. You have to, it's more taps to do a single thing. Like, why would I want that? Exactly. You know? I The thing that I found the most annoying is that, you know, when I'm t- punching in passwords or credit card numbers, if your finger just lightly accidentally <laughs> hits the touch bar, it takes you out of that field. And, you, and you're like, what the fuck? Uh, sorry, I almost <laughs> said it. I almost said it. But I was like, it is so, honestly, it's arguably one of the worst it's not even an innovation to me (laughs) what were they what were they think what were they thinking like i i want to really meet that guy who's like all in on the touch bar and is constantly like sliding his finger left and right to like look at his photos you know (laughs) but like through the little carousel dude (laughs) to your point okay look they didn't have to i think apple overthought this when they came out with it because in apple's way right they and this is post you know, SJ era, they wanted to be like, we've got to come up with something unique and different. Everyone has touch screens. We're going to do touch screens our way. And it's like, no, bro, this we're in testing, like in actual user testing. You, you're telling me that everyone was like, this is amazing. This is so good. This is so good. <laughs> like, there's no way. And when you talk about the Apple tax, I just wanted to check to double check. There's the, the actual touch bar version of like on the 13 inch versus uh-huh. a non-touch bar it's a $300 difference that's it's that's a $300 difference for the touch bar <laughs> that's that's horrible dude <laughs> that's pretty bad i mean you i i guess you could say you also get two extra usb c or thunderbolt ports um cuz there's four i think on the 13 inch right yeah but uh, damn 
it's it's a it's a hefty tax i would say um and that's one reason why i haven't upgraded my macbook pro yet <laughs> like I'm, I'm still using the one right before they they switch over to the new design so see that's, that's the, the best one <laughs> i still have everything i yeah. i want you know the ports i got my sd card yep um which let's let's just talk about the sd card slot because like that's on oh. my wish list yes. it's so simple it's so simple like i just need it like as a photographer as a person who shoots video um constantly transferring files i need it like youtubers need this card you know Dude. this card Dude. slot like this is ridiculous that they took it away I, there's I don't believe that they can't fit that in on a 15 inch, you know, or let alone a 16 inch, you know. So if that's yeah. not if, if that's not on the 16 inch MacBook Pro, I'm gonna be so disappointed. Yeah, uh, for purely if Apple is supporting creators of any mm -hmm. creative field, <laughs> exactly. which is the DNA of their used to be their DNA, it's like why, like why is there no SD card slot on this thing? And it, if it's 2019, whatever they release, and if it is believed to be a quote-unquote new redesign, they have to have an SD card on that. Like, they have to have an SD card. At the slide. very least. And, you know, you talk about, look, the only reason why I had to upgrade to a new computer this year is because, because I'm, you know, independent now and I'm editing all my video right. and I'm doing 4K video. I had to get a machine that could handle it. So I got a beefy MacBook Pro <laughs> so I could be on the go. But otherwise, right. quite honestly, I would be in that whatever 2015 2016-ish model that didn't that kept everything mm -hmm. it's it's it is good now you're making me a little sad <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just don't uh, I, I know what they were thinking they were thinking okay wireless is the future maybe you'll shoot with your iphone and just airdrop all your yeah. your your clips over to your macbook and it'll be one one big happy apple ecosystem you know mm -hmm. but that's just not how um reality works you know that's there's no way to airdrop a 5k file you know or like you know <laughs> footage you shot from your red camera like i'd love to see like mkbhd like airdrop it's Dude, like no way. Red footage over. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be hilarious you'd be sitting there waiting all day oh you'd just be twiddling his thumbs uh, for like the whole day yeah. like, through an entire so, meal okay i mean if they don't give us a full-size sd card slot give us a micro sd card slot at, at the very least like you know there are 512 there i think there's like one terabyte, maybe? Uh, yeah. I might be wrong. I, can't, I don't. Um, but, I don't know off the top of my head, honestly. But I know that I have a four hundred gigabyte. Like I have a couple of these, like yeah. two or three of these four hundred gigabyte micro SD cards. <laughs> I'm just dude, like, dude. okay, at least let me put that in my MacBook. You See, know, Ray, you made a mistake. You said that's not how reality works, and Apple. <laughs> has their own reality don't you know we're all, <laughs> we're all just lit we're all just living in it right now <sighs> damn we're just living in steve jobs's bubble you're tim <laughs> why are you are you dropping the bubble because <laughs> hashtag, hashtag this is out. this is this is a. Uh... This is a Steve Jobs's reality distortion field that it he is. left behind. <laughs> now, yeah, now now it's a little more distorted because it's Tim Cook and Phil Schiller's. It's just not as good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's honestly, SD cards. SD card slot has to come back for sixteen inch. I mean, if the footprint is larger, I don't want to hear that there's no room. Make it happen, Apple. Dude, you and I are going to be so sad <laughs> in, in, at whatever it is, WWDC or September, yep. when they don't even acknowledge that there's no SD card slot. They don't even talk about it. They're just like, yep, this is it. This is it. All right. Um, this one I know you had <laughs> feelings about. I put in my video, I want it because reverse wireless charging is starting to get everywhere. I said, hey, Apple has a patent out there. They've been approved for it. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing wireless charging on the MacBook Pro, whether it's on the handrest area or even on the top of the MacBook Pro. And Raymond said, Ray says, "No way, man. <laughs> that's just that's just so far far out it's there. Not. Like, it's not. It's so far out there. That's like that's such a pointless feature. Like I do not need to be charging anything." on my macbook oh know? my god oh my god i'm gonna change your mind today okay you, you're you're literally asking for air power to be built into like yes the macbook oh my gosh okay think about this think about this friend okay think okay. about this fam all right you're on a trip you're fucking okay. sorry you're dude i'm cussing <laughs> now because i'm so fired up you have your macbook just laying out there in the hotel you know that's your main power thing Forget about yeah. I know it's gonna charge slower. Okay, <laughs> don't don't throw that in my face. What do you just drop your iPhone, your Apple Watch, uh, let's say on the top of your MacBook while you're sleeping? You don't need any cords like on the go, and it's gonna charge overnight. That's 
kind of and compelling all, to me. And all the heat coming out of that. No, no, no. Apple products never get overheat. Apple products never <laughs> overheat, Ray. Don't you know? Apple products oh, no. never <laughs> overheat. I mean, if you say so. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh they, no, they, Tim tells Tim and Phil say so. That's all. That's all I need. They to never. Hear. They never explode. I mean, ever. Um, <laughs> there, there are no engineering challenges to that at all. I mean, we, that's why we have air power right now. That's why I'm using air power at my desk right now. Right now two right years now. later, after it was originally announced, I'm using it. I'm using <laughs> an nice. air power light for thirty dollars from China. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a it's a great idea to be honest. Uh, I'm, I'm not totally pooping on it, but I I just think like on in terms of like you know uh, priorities. Yeah, I know. Um, I'll take the graphics card or the display. Come true, on, true, true. Absolutely, that. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you're. I don't know. I mean, if we're talking about you know air power and you know uh, tech inside the Palmer's, I mean, we got to address the keyboard like oh, that. God. I mean, we need a new keyboard. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> we need a new keyboard. Like, it's time for them to just like. I don't care if they quietly admit it. I don't care if they don't admit mm-hmm. it. I don't. I don't care. Just give us a better mm-hmm. keyboard. I can't. Mm-hmm. Type on these new current MacBook Pro Dude. keyboards. They're so bad. Okay, so Ray, a lot of people, right? And I put in my video, most people, they don't really think about it. And they're just like, they accept it and they get used to it. And I challenge anyone to go back to the previous generation MacBook Pro mm-hmm. and type on it and mm-hmm. feel it. And you're going to be like, <laughs> what have I been missing all of my life? Like, it feels so good. And these, the current generation <laughs> feels like crap. It's so bad. <laughs> It's terrible. I mean, it's it's like it's so stiff, and it's it's uh, like you press it and it barely moves. It's like, wait, am I just? I might as well just be tapping on a freaking piece of glass almost. I mean, I want to know who was like the single visionary behind like the MacBook Pro, like the Touch Bar and this keyboard, and they're just like they must have been so stoned, and they're like, this is a genius idea, let's do it. I don't. And Johnny, I was too busy designing like Apple stores and stuff. And uh, (laughs) Steve Jobs theater. And he was just like asleep at the wheel. He's like, yeah, go for it. You know what I think it is, honestly? So like part of what made Johnny Ive great is that Steve Jobs, when he'd come up with a product idea, he would basically put the limitations, but also the kind of direction of what he wanted Johnny Ive to accomplish. And I think Mm -hmm. in today's Apple, because they are different and they don't have that kind of vision or that, and for better or worse, you know, I've said it a bunch of times, look, Steve Jobs was not nearly as people at Apple today are probably so much happier in general working without kind of that clout and that air, that cloud of Steve Jobs over them, which created great products for us, the consumer, but internally, yeah, they feel different. But I think Johnny Ive, you don't feel like he's knocked anything out of the part because it was kind of that partnership with him and SJ together. And I got to imagine this laptop, some engineer or person was like, we're going to make this as thin as possible. Make us a keyboard that just fits in this body. Like, right. Mm. And we don't care how you do it. Just do it. And hashtag Nike. Um, (laughs) And I think, you know, do they really believe like the fact that they talked about the butterfly keyboard as this like amazing, you know, they did their whole video spiel right. about it. And then when right. I felt it, I'm like, this is dog crap. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, everyone felt the same, you know, <laughs> I know a lot of people have gotten used to it, but like, I've been trying to get used to this thing. Like, for the last couple of years. And I just can't like, I, I really can't pound out a like 4,000 word um, review on that thing. <laughs> you know, like my, my fingers are just going to be like grinded into the freaking keyboard. It's it's worse. Even the iPad has a better keyboard, like the iPad uh, smart keyboard. Even that, I don't Ooh, love yeah. that keyboard. I but at least it has travel. I will agree. I actually will agree. Yeah, you feel you feel at least. Oh, I that's that is sad for me to admit too, because I don't even like that thing that much. But yeah, (laughs) like when the iPad has a superior keyboard to a MacBook that's designed to have a fantastic keyboard, you know something's messed up there. I mean, they should even honestly take the thin like keyboards that come with a. If they could even replicate anything close to like what even a basic iMac keyboard feels like, they'd be better off. Honest, they'd just be better off. It's it's just painful. Okay, um, let's do some a little more quick hitting ones. Um, okay. right now just to change the rhythm of this. Um, I've asked for a. It's <laughs> freaking 2019. How about a 1080p web camera already? How about a 1080p FaceTime camera already? Can we get that, that already? Oh my gosh! Uh, I think so we totally. 
I, I think we totally could, but I think they won't. <laughs> I mean, the regular MacBook, which I own, oh, the 12-inch 12, 12 one, yeah. has a 480p camera, <laughs> right? Like, I can't even use that thing. That thing is so bad. I mean, they do not care about the webcam. And frankly, you know, it's sad, but, like, I don't think a lot of people do care. I don't know. Um, I don't I know. Don't, okay, how about Everyone this? has a little piece of tape over their webcam, so... Uh, I guess you, you, you make a good point there, but I care. Like, I'm, like, annoyed that when my nieces and my family call me over FaceTime, mm-hmm. I literally prop my iPhone and lean it against the screen of my laptop because <laughs> the MacBook camera is such trash. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, if, if it gets an upgrade, it has to come with, like, some kind of, like, uh, software features. So probably, like, Face ID or Animoji FaceTime dude, on a Mac, dude, you know? Dude, Which I... <laughs> I'm going to throw up, dude. <laughs> Uh, then you'll get your 1080p camera, maybe. Uh, fine, 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 Apple. <laughs> Memojis and animojis for 1080p. Memojis. Whatever yeah, okay. you say, Apple. Whatever you say. <laughs> All right, what about you? Any others? Uh, six Thunderbolt 3. Dude, wow. Or Thunderbolt, no, USB-C 4, maybe? I maybe. Guess. I mean, I mean it's, I'll it's take six thing. of them. Like, there's how many on the 15-inch? There's four, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so throw two more on there, you know, especially if you're not giving us a, a, a memory card slot. Uh, throw, just, I don't know, throw eight on there. Bro, all the ports, I, man. I need, I need a memory card slot before they give me any <laughs> other Thunderbolt parts. Like, for real, dude. I mean, I'll take more boards <laughs> so I can buy more dongles. Oh, God. It's like the ultimate octopus. You want an octopus, right? I just want, like, cables snaking out both the left and right side. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, what about what about this one? Face ID, like Microsoft Hello? can mm-hmm. with, Without a notch, for the record. I don't want a notch on the screen. If you can't, if you have to put a notch on the screen, do not do it. <laughs> but I mean, ID, Microsoft Hello is smooth, man. That thing works. Definitely, I feel like I mean that's gonna cut. That would have to come with like the 1080p upgrade. Thank right? you, thank you. Um, I definitely think they can. You, they have Face ID on the iPad Pro, um, and that doesn't have a notch. So you know, uh, looking good there. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I totally would be on board with Face ID on. Uh, macbook pro like uh you know the touch id is nice but you know i would like a uh, proper facial recognition okay uh, nice face what, login what else you got i want like a ridiculous battery yes yes <laughs> and a legitimate full day battery right a legitimate full day battery like i think the newest macbook pro like it doesn't really last more than like two and a half hours Dude. Like, especially on power mode you know you're you're crunching through video it just doesn't last i need something that truly lasts like i don't care if you make it a couple of millimeters thicker mm-hmm. i don't care like cram as much battery in there as possible take out some ports if you have to <laughs> take, <laughs> no re- reduce that goddamn <laughs> trackpad to make more room for a bigger battery <laughs> i need it i mean do it yes whatever is the largest capacity that will fit on a plane I'll take it. <laughs> you know, like, there are restrictions. You I know? know, yeah. You know what? It is so sad because I'm like, where do they come up with this like eight to ten hour battery life? Like, honestly, like, is it just with the computer sitting there idle with nothing being done? Because you know, I'm editing video and I get it. I'm doing a lot of like intensive stuff, but to your point, I feel like my battery lasts two to three hours tops mm-hmm. with normal use, and I'm like, this is not even close. Like, this is right. this is horrible, and. You know, I, I've, you've hit it a bunch of times about the trackpad, and right. I honestly don't know or have ever felt that how, because it's so large, how I've ever actually benefited <laughs> from that. Honestly, like, was it just because with their hand gestures, they're like, oh, we need it to make it a little bigger. Like, I've never been <laughs> like, hey, I'm so hands, like, I don't, for LeBron hands, James like- and Shaq O'Neal. I mean, dude, who knows? For NBA yeah. players, it's the computer <laughs> sure. for NBA players. Seriously, I mean, I, that's ridiculous. I mean, if the trackpad's going to be that big, it needs to have another purpose. Like, make it a, like, kind of a Apple Pencil yep, compatible yep, or something. Yep, yep, you know, make it so that artists and creatives can use that trackpad like they use a Wacom tablet, you know? Yep. Um, give us that versatility, that functionality. Um, so that would be my other feature. Add Apple Pencil support. You know, yeah, I know a I lot of people who... Um, would love to have like some kind of handwriting recognition for like you know writing like 
Chinese or Japanese uh, characters or, you know, just uh, handwriting notes. I think that would be pretty neat. But then, you know, the iPad exists. (laughs) I I would love Apple Pen support support purely because like at the end of like my messages i don't want to put in like have to search for the emoji to do smiley face i would like to draw that every time like every time always make a hand-drawn emoji just to give it that personal touch that's the only reason i want that that's literally the only reason why i want apple pencil support on track (laughs) (laughs) hand-drawn emojis dude i'm serious like what it's okay dude seriously ray if I was like texting you and I'm like, yo, what's up, dude? And then I'm like, oh, that was so fun hanging out tonight. And then instead of a generic emoji, it's like hand drawn. You're like, oh, dude, he actually oh, gave come a, He on. actually cares. He freaking you're, cares. Please tell me you're not that dude who draws like with digital touch on his Apple Watch. <laughs> and uh, then draws like an emoji and it's like, dude, he really cared. He sent me a heart, a hand drawn heart. Um. No, I'm totally not that guy. I'm to- <laughs> totally not. I've totally never sent my heartbeat to my girlfriend. Never. Totally never. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most barf-worthy feature ever, but it is the best barf-worthy feature ever. Like, we're just, like, rattling through these features. It's really, like, making me realize that Apple has, like, completely lost its way. Dude, like, I'm it's- telling you they have. And they're just like coming up with these like far flung useless features that <laughs> nobody ever uses. Like, what were they thinking? You know? And at the end of the day, it's the ecosystem that keeps us in it, right? I mean, look, people might be laughing when they listen to this, or there might be some people that listen to this right now. They're like, wow, you guys <laughs> really like, why am I even listening to this quote unquote Apple themed podcast? You guys are just right. crapping on it. But, you know, we're, we're keeping it real. <laughs> but it is funny, like, when you really break down the macbook pro and all this stuff they threw at it it's like why like why guys i i totally would agree (laughs) (laughs) okay do you have any other oh um do you have any other things that you have on there before we get to our crazy one i do have one more i think but i can't uh you go for it you go first um i don't know how you feel about this i don't know if you've heard laptops with this but i would like dolby atmos sound on the macbook pro because it actually sounds different on laptops. And it does sound different, yeah. It's really cool. And again, am I watching a movie on my laptop that often? Mm-hmm. No, but I love everything Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision. So this is a, this is not my crazy out there one. This is I would right. love Dolby Atmos on the MacBook Pro. I think it'd be just a nice feature that actually has benefits and it's mm-hmm. not as crappy as a touch bar. Better sound um, uh, would be a good idea, to be honest, uh, especially cool. on a, on a, a high-end um creative focus device yeah um so yeah my my last <laughs> item is are uh, you laughing already it's a normal <laughs> one it's a normal one too huh it's a i can wish for glasses free 3d <laughs> wait 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 did you just say that glasses free 3d apple I'm just I'm, I'm totally just punking you guys okay 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 <laughs> No, at one point I thought it was a good idea, but you know, um, if they could like blow that one out of the water, you know, out of the park, knock that out of the park with like some kind of high res glasses free 3D that's just like tracking your face with face ID and constantly looks good. Oh man, that would be insane. I want like I want to be able to use red. I, I was just gonna say. One, I, was gonna but... say <laughs> I was gonna say. Hey, uh, to... why don't you talk to Hydrogen Red? And see how that's working out for them. You know, they should build a laptop. <laughs> hey, Red, maybe this is your next great product idea. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! I mean, I, have you played with the Hydrogen Red? I got to play with it. It's it's cool, but it's I, like I would never use it. But it is cool. Have I played with it? Oh man, I I called it. I was gonna call it the worst phone of the year. Everyone <laughs> called it the worst phone of the year last year i went all out and just called it the worst tech product of the year like they were not happy i'm sorry red but like that did they write you a letter about that actually (laughs) no you know how companies do that companies do do they do uh they do write a they did write me a a note and you know that was just such a bad phone like it was just uh what were they thinking and the only even mkbhd who's like a huge red guy he couldn't like give a stamp of approval on it like that screen was bad it wasn't holographic it was just yeah 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 th- glass 3d anyway that's a tangent but like no nah, i'm just kidding i don't actually want that but like you know it's a wish list if apple can do it i would totally take it if they can make it look really good you know okay okay so, <laughs> so that's like you, in like 20 years yeah exactly exactly it's like way in the future okay so i think i've knocked out all my regular must-haves on my wish list have you also or do you have any more uh i have okay keep going 
Oh, you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, you have not. Okay. <laughs> I have. I mean, if you really want, I love a like mobile powered, like some kind of Apple design chip. You know, I think those uh, the arm chip, the, the arm chips, yeah, like. Yeah. I think that's the way to achieve a lot of stuff that we want, to be honest, um, in terms of like getting cutting edge graphics for gaming, uh, in terms of getting face ID to work, getting um, what, what else? Uh, battery, better battery life. Way better battery way life. Way better battery life. Um, and, you know, I, I have no doubt that they're working on some kind of custom silicon that can actually achieve this, but we might be like a couple years out. Um, and there is a rumor that they said that they're going to replace, like, they're going to yeah. slowly phase out Intel chips. Um, so I look forward to that kind of future, to be honest. Um, cause what if we get that true 10 hour battery life? I mean, <laughs> stop the presses. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, what's interesting though about the arm chip idea is that look, the iPad pro pretty much is on par with about 80% of performance of like the laptops out there today, which is pretty impressive, right? right? So it has legitimate, it's not high, high end. It's not like 4k editing video uh, or sorry right. 4k video editing power yet and it doesn't need to be but the fact that it's already pretty much matches that same level performance in a chip like that that's that's just the hints of what they could be doing if they brought it to a laptop right look we'll probably right. see it on like the entry-level macbook because that's kind of like their it could be right. their super mobile long-lasting forever laptop but i Absolutely. do like the idea about that and you know if they want to bump it up to a pro level then give us a discrete graphics option so we can really have high-powered graphics with a processor like that it it could be it could be special but that's all that's all the guts inside okay um i know i asked i have a really way way out there weird ass one we okay. want we want we like to have fun here even though we just basically laughed our I ass gotta, off i gotta hear i gotta hear this wait no what do you have but who, who wants to go first you want to go first you want i have no more on my wish list <laughs> I, thought you had a, I thought you had a weird remember i said what's your weird weird wacky one weird weird i mean i said like i think oh, it was like holograms one? okay holograms? you're not you're not you're not thinking outside the bubble Oh god! <laughs> Outside your bubble, live show uh, plug. Okay, um, this is some people are like, "What are you guys talking about?" Okay, here is my crazy way, way out there, mm-hmm. and then maybe it'll inspire you to get crazy. Okay. Too. Well, the MacBooks tend to be hot at times, and I think instead of oh. being resistant to that, I think we should embrace it and use the Mac, the top of the MacBook Pro, as a hot plate surface. <laughs> So that I can cook a variety of foods, <laughs> ranging from galbi to bulgogi, um, to any to a searing a steak, anything that I choose, I would like the MacBook Pro hot plate. <laughs> hot plate. That is my crazy, ridiculous, out there suggestion. Trademark that now. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, MacBook Pro hot plate. Trademark that now. <laughs> you heard it. Here that first. is a. That's a multi-million dollar idea. It's a BTC original. That's you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. I mean, a twofer. You get to edit your 4K video yes. and uh, yes. uh, cook your steak. Yes. I mean, uh, come on, come on, come on. This is you're, you're a genius, Brian. Thank you, thank you. That's <laughs> that's. I really appreciate that. It's great to be acknowledged for that genius. So, all right. Um, any other stuff, Ray? Or are you good? <laughs> I, I think we've run through the whole list. Um, this is this is a lot of fun. Awesome. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to see whether this 16 inch MacBook Pro really materializes. You know what strikes me as weird is you know there's not much of a difference between I guess a 15 inch screen and what is it 15.6 right now, mm-hmm. and then I guess if you leap to like a 16.5 inch, you're jumping like what an inch um so like is there really gonna be that much of a difference i mean if they can make the bezels a lot smaller the footprint and keep the footprint of a 15 inch that'd be great but like i they seem really close you know um but then then again you have the 12 inch and you have a a 13 inch i don't know they're pretty similar from what i've been told ray every inch matters (laughs) on your macbook pro on your macbook pro so um (laughs) ray thank you so much for uh coming out and hanging out. We're definitely going to have you on the show again. Can you tell and remind people again where to follow your work and check out everything? Yeah, you guys can uh, follow me at, at Mashable or find me on Twitter at Ray Wongy, R-A-Y-W-O-N-G-Y. And I guess if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Sour Lemons, not Ray Wongy. I don't know who that is, but <laughs> it's <laughs> Sour Lemons on Instagram. All right. Awesome, bro. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. And thank you so much for hanging out. And uh, that was fun, man. All right. Thanks, man. Cool. 
All right, that was a fun conversation with Ray. Thanks so much for him for coming out, and we'll definitely have him back on the show. But there you have it. That's a piece of bonus content. I really like doing stuff that is relevant in the tech world. Maybe I'll try and find another way to kind of do more things like that because I have access to a lot of experts in the field that can offer some really good insight but also have fun doing it. So there you go, just some more content to chew on. And thank you to everyone who continues to support me on Patreon to allow me to do this patreon.com slash brian tong i would love your support starting at two dollars per month it goes up to five ten twenty five and even one hundred dollars which is our platinum level and we always give a shout out to our platinum apples thank you so much brandon ledford terrence mckelvey from stratos wealth partners gil cabrera wesley freighter Jarrett lewis and calvin fatikar thank you so much that's gonna do it for this bonus episode of the Apple Bits XL. Take care. We'll talk to you soon later this week. Peace.